was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast for fans of that little printer attached to the original Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Hashtag right. first dick pic. Yeah, a first dick pic. <laughs> 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 Egress. I'm your host, Doody Dutrum, and with me as always for episode six, Fuzzy Dan. Six. Zix. Hi. It's a new thing I'm trying. I'll try it again. Hello. That's better. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we have uh, our first official guest of Shaken Not Nude, but of course, uh, the uh, the reigning host of Shaken Not Nude and Cold Soap <laughs> in the Huge Footlong Johnson. Thank you. I'm honoured to be part of... In the middle of the city on the middle of the yes. week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honoured to be doing nothing on a Tuesday, whatever day it is. Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we've, we've got a real deep bench of guests here at Shaken Not Noob. Uh, so we've gone uh, far afield yeah. and uh, gone with somebody <laughs> that we know already who is already part of the Father Podcast. Yes. Mother Podcast, Father Podcast. Uh, depends if you want to go Russian or German. Yeah, true. Uncle Podcast. <laughs> Uncle Podcast. <laughs> Uncle Buck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uncle Pod. Uh, Fuzzy. Yes. We've got some news to go through before we go through what we're talking about this week. Absolutely, we You've do. You've got some things that I don't have written down. You go first. All right. Um, I'm going to kick things off with the news about Star Citizen. Does anyone know what that is? Yes. Something with Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Star Citizen, it's, uh, it's, it's basically a space exploration game where you can be anything you want to in space. No Man's Sky. Yeah. Essentially, No Man's Sky, but a really, really intense version of that. So he uh, thinks. It's a game that is still officially not released, but what? Has, it's really? still officially not released. They they ended up uh, the last piece of big news that they made about this was it was going to be split into five different games that were coming out released under the same umbrella. There was a first person shooter, a space exploit, all sorts of different things. Um, it's now this week. It's still in, uh, as I said, still in its beta stages, uh, and has raised over two hundred million dollars. Jesus. So it's actually the most successful crowdfunded video game of all time, and it's still not released. That's but they, weird. People just keep giving money, so they, they keep releasing new packs, and you can buy new spaceships and stuff like that. And I guarantee it's one of those games that when it finally comes out, everyone's like, It'll eh. be like Destiny or, or <laughs> yeah, No Man's Sky. Yeah, it's not like I thought. So like people are playing it currently, so you yeah. buy access to play this game. And it's as, pro- as close to a, like a full release game as you're ever going to get, but it's still not officially released. released yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, $200 million. That's, I mean, you could buy a small fucking country for that kind yeah. of money. And <laughs> yeah, this game ridiculous. is still not finished. Doesn't that game have Mark Hamill? Isn't he doing a space exploration game? Yeah. Isn't that Star Citizen? Star Citizen, yes. Then why'd you say no when I said Mark Hamill? <laughs> yeah. No, no, Mark <laughs> Hamill was, um, he was Wing Commander. Oh, it's a new Wing Commander game that it's he's doing, is it? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. You've got some other things I don't have listen, written down, but I do have Star Citizen. So I do. Um, yep. Now, the next piece of news that I've got on the list is Fortnite was announced this week as Game of the Year. It's like the you want me joysticks. to suck you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I, I have no idea. So, go, yeah, the Golden Joysticks uh, website has, has announced Fortnite as their Game of the Year. Um, I find it pretty far-fetched that this yeah. would happen, uh, especially considering that it was released in 2017. Um, yeah. So first first strike for them, released in 2017. Um, it's also been sued for ripping off PUBG. Um, so essentially stole the game format for PUBG. And I think it's different enough. I don't think they're going to win that one. It's pretty... It's pretty different to it. Well, look, though, yeah, the, the, the lawsuit has come and gone, but they were being sued at one stage yeah, for yeah. completely... And the, uh, the, the defense was it's you can't copyright an idea. But, 
yeah. So they. I mean, you kind of can. I think I think there's you also you can copyright yeah. specific things, but yeah. you can't copyright the general the, idea yeah. of a battle royale. I, exactly. I, I think, think it's different enough as a game, anyway. With the building Absolutely. mechanics in it, it's totally. But different. yeah, the, the core gameplay they yeah. they essentially ripped the idea off PUBG, which yeah. is I, I yeah a lot of games are doing it now. Um, Call of Duty's uh, got a, gonna do a, it. Yeah, yeah, they've got a battle royale <laughs> thing going on. But yes, it's, I've, essentially they've decided this based on like you know big uproar, uproar about this uproar yeah. uproar about this. Where people are saying, whatever, you know, there's a million different other games which we will get to in our Game of the Year episode. We will. Yeah. Which are, are potentially better. But they're saying, well, it's it's actually an extremely popular game uh, that's supported by a lot of people. They do weekly updates. They're constantly improving it. And you know what? If you're a tween um, or, you know, a middle-aged man like Paul and you really like Fortnite... <laughs> oh, that's right. Paul does love Fortnite, doesn't he? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand either. But look, you know, people get it and they love it. So fair enough to them. But for me, it's like you know, announcing that the Best Picture Award at the Oscars is going to whatever was the most popular movie or biggest box the, office for that um, year. The film yeah. of 2018, the, the, you know, the best film of 2018, Titanic. Yeah. At least yeah. in 1998. I mean, it's like, so we looked, I looked at the box office results for last year, and last year's Best Picture was The Shape of Water, which was an excellent film. Uh, but going on box office, most popular movie, Star Wars. Yeah. Second most popular, Beauty and the Beast. So, I mean, that's mm. the kind of level of movie that you're looking at. Yeah, for, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't think you can apply the same rules to the best game. You have to really consider it from an artistic perspective. And, I think yeah. there's a lot more to take into consideration. Storytelling. Yeah. Actual release date. Actual, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> God so, forbid it be the actual year. <laughs> <laughs> so, we don't we don't consider these, the, the, the golden joysticks, to be the official one. There are... Bigger game uh, game yeah. dealers and uh, reviewers coming out. There is one that's considered as like, the yeah, that comes out on the uh, the fifth of December. So yeah, I can't uh, remember the company though. Yeah, so they they they'll, they'll come out fifth of December. We'll we'll talk about that later as well. We'll do a, a game of the year episode and discuss that. But yeah, we're, there'll be a bunch of them. I think IGN does their one like IGN early. Do one, Gamespot do one. Yeah, so there's a bunch of different awards that are, award shows that are out. I bet you IGN will be Fortnite. <laughs> IGN's going to give everything a 9.5. IGN will give it to Breath of the Wild. (laughs) (laughs) That was last year's one. Two-year-old game. But, like, I mean, considering that there's still Smash Brothers to come out this year, which is the 10th of December, I think. Uh, 10th or 12th, I think, yeah. Yeah. So it's coming out soon. That's going to be a huge game. How do you award something before a game like that gets released? I have no idea, but Mm. there you go. That's my two big pieces of news for this week. Did you have anything for your news? I need to re-unlock my phone. That's right. I'll go to my next one because uh, we've discussed this already. PlayStation. I get PlayStation news. That's it. It's more like PlayStation rumor thermons. <laughs> PlayStation. Are you going to do that? Oh come on! <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Whatever. All right. I, you I can. I control the rumor thermons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as we discussed uh, last week, Sony is not going to be showing up for next year's E3. Yeah. Big news. Yeah, that is that is unusual. Yeah. Look, and I, I had a original... My, originally, my conspiracy theory was they just crushed it and all of their games are just coming out next year. They don't really need well, to advertise. Well, they sort of said something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. But I also think there's another reason. And there's a lot of industry chatter going on at the moment. And the main reason I think they're not, they're not going to E3 is called PS5. You reckon? PS5. I reckon it's they've they've released in the last month. They've released two new or had two new patents confirmed for a new type of PlayStation controller and also a new style of backwards compatibility. So there there are lots of lots of industry chatter going on. There's been 
It doesn't surprise me. It's probably it's about time. Yeah. If anything, you'll, you won't have PlayStation, but you might just have developer yeah. uh, conferences. So you might have a Naughty Dog. You might have a, someone else that Sony has. But might yeah. not be an official Sony conference, but it might be like there's a Naughty Dog one that goes for about half an hour. There's this, there's that. That's, that's my theory is they're going to come out with a, an official conference prior to E3. Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, they're just going to shit all over everybody because they're going to steal their thunder. So expect something big coming out of May next year. I reckon that's what Sony's game plan is. Yeah. It's still, there's, it's I wouldn't be so, It did sound like they were going to do their own conference. It sounded yeah. like they were going to say, like, mm. you know, we're not going to do... Their, they do have their own conference. They it's do, uh, no, no, PSX. Yeah. PlayStation Expo. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they were just like, oh, we're done with E3. We're, we're better than E3. If they turn around and say we're better than E3, I think that's a bad Yeah, I don't think they're going to openly say that, but yeah, they yeah. probably feel like it. But they, they have said that. <laughs> they definitely feel they like it. They definitely feel like it. I mean, every, every other console is like, oh, yeah, we're going to cross-platform, and they're like, no, we're better than you. <laughs> well, there's, uh, there's also, a, a, speaking of E3 2019, there is a rumor Thurman for that. Rumor Thurman! <laughs> <laughs> Getting no support for the rumor thermos today. <laughs> Every time we do it, you're not allowed on next week's episode. <laughs> um, but there is rumors as well that Microsoft are releasing a discless Xbox One. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people they've they've probably taken a look, and a lot of people are buying their games digitally now. I want them going back and buying some games I already own digitally, so I don't have to get up. Um, yeah. But I think if it's at like. $100 cheaper, $150 cheaper than a standard Xbox One S. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't have a disc tray. Like, of course, you can't go in and buy... I'm not a fan. It had to be a huge storage space, so you'd have to get, like, you'd a two-terabyte version of it. Because, yeah. like, yeah. there's so much information stored on those discs. I, I think Microsoft will turn around saying, no, like, yes, the console is cheap. Let's say it's, what, $200, let's say maybe just under $200 for a discless Xbox, which yeah. everyone will go, that's a bargain, and get it. But then you can't go to, to retailers like JB Hi-Fi or EB Games and price match. You'll have to buy it from the Microsoft store at the full retail price. Yeah. So you, you're definitely locked into buying from their, you know, from exactly. the Microsoft yeah. store. Like, and that's just, they would just jack up the prices. Yeah. No, I mean, it's bad enough as it is right never now. Do I see, never do I see a game that's actually cheaper online never. in stores. No. The, the only one that you get really is, uh, is on PC games when you look at Steam. Because yeah. there, there are multiple people Heaps going through one site rather than just one site controlling all of the content. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's, it happens on PlayStation. It happens on uh, on Xbox. It's it's crazy. So, yeah, look, I'm excited for the next-gen stuff. I think it's really, like, we're just about due. Yeah. I know there's a bunch of, like, game developers who've got, you know, advertising new for themselves for new jobs and listing experience with next-gen consoles. So, I think Interesting. There's, it's just around the corner. Yeah. And I think it's a good time for Sony to, to come out with something big so stay tuned yeah well we've also got uh, this time last week Spyro was released and the only one sitting at yes. the table who has played Spyro and is a fan of the Spyro series is Mr. Johnson that's the only reason I'm here <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. we love you too buddy oh thanks yes you I have uh, been playing it a fair bit um, it's really pretty really pretty and it makes me hate the fact I don't have a pro even more <laughs> so pretty <laughs> so pretty uh, I, I think there is a slight difference. Having what's what's watched, the story of Spyro as well? Like for those it's a very th- basic story. In terms of the first one that everyone knows about, we'll go with that one. And that's just like there's a, a kid dragon who all the adult dragons get kind of turned to stone by this evil orc kind of creature, nasty nork. Nasty, nasty nork. Nasty nork, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a mind blank. But yeah. They all get turned to stone, so he has to go and free them all from stone, as well as collect all the diamonds, jewels, 
Yeah. And then kill the bad guys. Oh, it's, exciting. It's a ye olde collectathon game from that period of time. Yeah. Yep. Um, which I would yeah comment on whether or not that holds up today. <laughs> it's uh, very pretty. I from looking at footage of it being played on the pro compared to myself playing it on Pledbox. Yeah. Pledbox, <laughs> the standard PlayStation Four. <laughs> yes, standard PlayStation Four. It um, it is a little bit jittery on mine and seems a lot smoother on the pro i don't know if that's just in my experiences but it does seem like it has less frame rate issues on the pro which is to be expected yeah with a game of that quality it's uh, uh, made in that engine you would expect that yeah sure but yeah in terms of a review it's really hard to review because of that okay i mean if if you think about any of the games from that period of time how does it hold up today is always going to be a problem. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, even if you look at what arguably to myself is the top tier of the Collectathon games, Mario 64, how does that still hold up today? It somewhat does. Yeah. I think it, I think Mario 64 would hold up better than the Spyro game. Um, yeah, it would, yeah. That's because, what I mean. Because like, Mario and it's not even of that that. Yeah, because Nintendo haven't really changed the formula or, or done drastic changes. Because exactly. And that's the thing, the core game is still the same. It's got a couple of new tracks and some reskins and stuff like that. Mm, but yeah. it, the core game was still awesome. And, and that, that, that made things so much easier to translate into a modern game. You just yeah. make it look prettier. Yeah. Whereas this one, like it was a very specific game style. I remember playing the original Spyro and just going, Meh, it's, it's, not it's okay, it's not entirely for me. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can absolutely... It's yeah, a bit... Yeah, it's a bit... Like, the levels, the maps aren't quite as interesting as you would find in, like, a Mario 64. Yeah. yeah. They do play with levels a lot, so yeah. in terms of height levels, because you have this glide mechanic, so they play with that a lot, which is good, but it's not really enough. If you yeah. think about Mario, Mario's got a lot of different skill sets and not just two that Spyro has, which is glide and fire. Yeah. And that's... Or headbutt. <laughs> so, so is this like it's just essentially a reskin of the old game, right? They haven't really like the, the, the main things that they've fixed up. Yeah. Um, the original game was from that period of time where you had to like Z target to turn the camera, but now they've made a modern where you use the right analog stick to move the camera. Yeah, sure. So that is a, a big good thing that they've fixed, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, the game's really exactly the same. It's just a lot prettier. Yeah. Which is good for the hardcore fans but it's also like that style of game I'm not sure that it entirely holds up today it's a really fun game don't get me wrong if you love collector funds you're going to love this game yeah. yeah but in terms of whether that holds up today is arguable how do you think it'll with, with a lot of kids nowadays um, their only experience with Spyro has been the Skylanders Spyro Toys to Life model how do you think that'll adapt well with with kids going, oh, dad, or, you know, mum, dad, whomever, you know, I know Spyro from Skylanders, what's this Spyro game? I think they will, because a lot of what was my understanding of Skylanders, a lot of it is essentially collectathon-like stuff anyway. Yeah. You're running around collecting yeah. shit. So I think it translates pretty well. I think kids will still enjoy this game. Yeah. Yep. But as an adult with modern games today... It's like not quite there. Okay. I need a modern collectathon like yeah. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need a skin of bear. <laughs> I think it's like the levels. Like the levels are good for the time, but today it's like you're not doing enough. Yeah. yeah. Like 
Spyro has not enough abilities. Like I said, even Mario 64, he had he had a single jump, a double jump, a triple jump. Yeah. He had a side jump. He had a fucking cartwheel. He, like, there's a lot of different things. And then occasionally you get levels where you're, like, riding on things. There's things that are different to mix it up. And, I, and yeah. this game gets a bit stale because it, there isn't a level in each world that's different to shake things up. So, like you get in today's collectathon. So tell yeah. me with like uh, with games like um, Crash Bandicoot, which I know you're a big fan. I'm of I'm a as well. huge fan of Crash Bandicoot. That was also like a direct reskin of the old game. Like, yeah. how does that stack up? Well, like as a comparison to Spyro. Yeah, as a comparison to Spyro, I think it's really similar because Crash undertook the same sort of flack from people. Yeah. When that got remastered, everyone was like, "It doesn't feel." good by today's standards necessarily it's still a good game and like Spyro it's still a good game but something about it doesn't quite feel right by today's standards things have progressed a bit more it's a bit kind of like uh, it doesn't just doesn't uh, apart from feel I don't know how to describe it it hasn't really made enough of the the jumps forward it sounds like exactly so you've got those games there's certain things in today's standards of games that you expect and you're not going to get them yeah, and that's like you got with the new the new Mario that came out. Um, yeah, you know, they they made big jumps. They tried new things, you know, different outfits, you know, different exactly. moves. The hat, throwing the hat and jumping off that. Like there, there was new mechanics within the game. Exactly. Yeah. So it had the same core gameplay that you had previously, plus a new plus everything else. Yeah. And that's exactly. that's what that's Mario's what Ninten- always doing. Nintendo They're always adding. Always done that so well. They don't really change what they do. Yeah. They, just add more and refresh and make they know how to keep people from being bored yeah, how yeah. to stop it from being stale by introducing something new yeah, as sure. soon as the level gets even slightly boring a bit stale they go ah, you go to a new world yeah, yeah. completely different world we're aspiring go to the next world and it's kind of the same it's the same place but same just same kind of thing yeah. nothing new you don't get to ride in a fucking dragon's back or do it, any it, of that it sort stuff. of feels like the, the feeling you get when you like, oh, I remember this game, I really want to go back and play it, and you go back and play it for about 10 minutes, and you go, that's enough. Yeah. Like, that sort of experience you get, even with some movies as well, I really want to go back and watch it. Unless, yeah, unless you're Full a hardcore Spyro fan, you won't probably finish this game, to be honest with you, because it's three games in one, which is great value for money. Um, so, yeah, price point. What was the price point like? Uh, it was There was a special when it came out for $50. It's now at, back up to $60, I believe. Yeah. Wow. I would expect that to drop down to $40. By the time it comes out on Switch, much like Crash Bandicoot did, yeah, yeah, um, and I think a lot of people will grab it when it hits forty dollars because that's it's great value for money. I mean, for me, like I'd see a game like that and go, I'd pay thirty bucks for it. That that seems to be reasonable. About the price of a, a movie or something like that, like yeah. a brand new Blu-ray DVD, about thirty bucks. That seems to be the right price point, especially for something where you're not offering anything new. Yeah, exactly. it's all shit I can play before on my PS One. Yeah, you know, I want. Yeah. It is exceptionally pretty. It's really well made, don't get me wrong, but yeah. just gameplay mechanics don't hold up, and that's the sad fact. It's, yeah. it's just as a game, it gets stale very quickly. Yeah. So we've talked about uh, Medieval as well. That's uh, that's getting a that's reskin soon, yeah. that's coming out soon. Like I feel like it's going to be the same thing with that. They've, yeah. But although they have that added... I expect new, to be a lot cheaper. Yeah, uh, they have added new mechanics to it, which will be okay. interesting. And there's new combat animations, all the rest of it. So it's like a significant leap forward. Yeah. But even still, it's like I'm not going out and buy, paying yeah. full price for a game. That and that's one game. Yeah, that's one. Spyro's is three, Crash is three. So you'd expect this to be a third of the price, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <about 20> <laughs> yeah sure. I don't know. That's how the math I, works. Seriously, I think it should be that $30, $20 price point. I wouldn't pay more than that for that single game, though. I mean, yeah. it will only take about four or five hours to finish, maybe. 
four or five days. Hours. Oh, hours. Yeah. Yeah, which is about the same as one of the Spyro games. Yeah. So, yeah, you would expect... Yeah. Probably about... A, a cheaper price point. I wouldn't <laughs> pay $50, $60 for it. Depending on where you go, you may even spend $800 for it. Yeah, true. Mm. If people are that hardcore about it, which there always is. I loved that game when I was a kid as well. I think... I never got to finish it, though, because I had, like, a demo disc or something of it uh, where it yeah. cuts off. Yeah. I'm like, you <laughs> son of a... And you used to always hope that it wouldn't cut off and keep playing it. It's for some reason, it just kept cutting off. <laughs> <laughs> so you will be getting it when it most likely get, comes as a remaster then as well? Depending on price, I think I would look into getting Medieval. Yeah. Um, although, when it came out, it has the trailer that's out now that you guys can check out. Um, I did raise some issues that I might yeah. have with it. Um, some of the mechanics of hit targeting um, with enemies. It looks like the sword goes through them and it doesn't push back the enemies. And that's a big feel problem for me. If it doesn't yeah. feel like you're hitting an enemy, the game's not going to feel good. Those those hitboxes need to be realistic. It's really, yeah. yeah. I pause it on a screen where you can see the sword is halfway through the enemy and the enemy hasn't moved. That's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It and looks pretty, but... And the, that's, the, that's the difference between, like, you know, old games and modern games. We've, we've come to expect a certain level of quality exactly, with, the, with games. Yeah. yeah. And if it's not meeting that mark, then why why am I playing it? Yeah. It's, all, it's almost those those kind of things that are almost instant failures. It makes me disconnect with the game. Yeah. And I, I don't want to don't want to do it anymore. So yeah, I can under I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. You'd hope that they update. Hopefully fix that. Maybe that was just a bad shot, but yeah. I don't have um, high hopes. <laughs> Fair enough. Awesome. Uh, well, look, uh, buddy. I think it's time to talk about your part of this episode, yeah. the Fallout yeah. seventy six part. Yes. Uh, it's so exciting. So uh, last week I picked up myself a copy of Fallout 76 uh, to do the review for JB Stack Magazine, and, and I can, can give you real opinions, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfiltered. And now I can, yeah, I can actually talk about it with having not having to worry about you know release dates and all that sort of jazz like that. Uh, and to be honest, this game is not as bad as what we're seeing in Metacritic and and stuff like that. Um, although the whole lead up to, to actually you know getting my copy of 76 when I you know was asked. Would you like to review it? Yes, I would. Fuzzy was sending me messages upon messages of, look at all these problems. Everyone is hating it. Everyone is hating this, you know, in the beta. People can't uninstall it. Oh, yeah. You're going to absolutely hate it. And to be fair, the first time I set it up and plugged it in, and of course, you see coming up on your console, 50 gig patches required to, you know, an update. 50? 50 gig. That's a huge patch. Uh, so you had to wait, you know, for me, four That's hours, five hours. But essentially, as soon as I started playing it, I, uh, I, I worked from home. And um, I started playing it and just went, the hit detection is a complete hit and miss. I'm lining up headshots perfectly and it is missing. And then from there, it's al- alarming the enemy saying, very bad. You're over there. Yeah. Uh, the, We've just spoken about hitboxes and yeah. having them yeah. not showing not up properly is bad. Uh, the actual mechanics of, uh, I don't know whether it was an internet connect issue or whatnot, but some, some of the enemies weren't walking. They were sliding everywhere. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. And there was that sort and of that takes you out of the game when you yeah. see stuff like that. And like, and hitting the pause button to pull up my map because the options button on the PlayStation opens up a big map. And the map is four times as big as Fallout 4. It's huge. It's massive, yeah. Um, and, and there's going to be a lot of map, yeah, like inventory usage yeah. and pausing and all the rest of it. But hitting the map button would take about 15 seconds for it to actually open. It would actually freeze oh, wow. and have to wait for it to open. And I'm like, this is going to be quite hard to review because there, it is littered with bugs. But the strange thing was, I turned it on the next day to keep playing and, and you know, keep providing a review for it. Yeah. All those bugs were gone. 
The hit detection was gone. The so enemies weren't sliding. So why didn't they fix all this before release? But there was no. If they could have done it this fast. To my knowledge, there was no patch overnight. See, this is the problem, right? Because really it's, it's such a big release, they they literally copy print a, a game. They have to get that disc out there about a month before the game goes live, right? Yeah, true. Because it has to get sent out across the world, so you know, yeah. get that yeah. simultaneous 12-way run release time. And between that time and then the actual, you know, they're, doing, they're still doing the beta. They're still, yeah. Yeah. and they're like, fuck it, we'll just do it as a day one patch yeah. once it goes live. But this was, this was yeah. past the, the day one it. patch, and the only thing I can think of is that the, the Fallout 76 servers were so overloaded, that's why I was getting sliding and poppings and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the premise of the story is pretty straightforward. Um, normally in the Fallout games, you wake up in your vault. Uh, whatever game you're playing, you wake up in said vault. Uh, you make a character. You start. You, you do your main story missions. Off you go. You do your thing. Um, but Vault 76 for Fallout 76, you wake up 25 years after this great war, this great nuclear war. It's like you're the you're the. Fir- it's a prequel game, isn't it? It's, yeah. So Fallout yeah. Uh, Fallout 4 is 210 years after the the Great War. Yeah. This game is 25 years after the Great War. Yeah, yeah. So when your vault opens, uh, your main job is to essentially go out and recolonize the land because there's no towns, there's no cities, there's absolutely nothing. Gonna bang some mutants, get some mutant babies out there. It's squishy boots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, X Men, come on, mutant babies. It's, uh, but the problem with that is ten. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's no NPCs, so all yeah, your that quests. That bothers me. For when you've got a game that's four times the size and then there's no NPCs, it's like it's just what, a, what do you do? It's enemies and other players. A lot that's of all reading, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the start of the game. The start of the game is terminal reading and hollow tapes, and it's very dry. Uh, and it's just, especially when you get missions that say, go to this camp, save these settlers because they're going to be under attack by raiders. And you get to the camp and all the NPCs are dead because there's no NPCs in the game but, and the area is full of raiders. So anytime you get a mission like that, you already know the outcome of it, which sort of lets it down. But having said that, the first time I played, uh, I sort of it clicked that this is an online game. It was I was walking through a derelict city. Of course, there's nothing there and, you know, that quiet sound. And hearing another pl- player scream, help, help, I need help. And just going, wait, there's no NPCs. That's another player. And then you see sort of a little flashing icon of where they sort of are around you. Yeah. And running to them and helping them. And them tricking you going like, no, we were waiting for you to come around this corner. And having All I'm thinking of right now is that Mad Max scene. Yeah. That's a trap. Yeah, that's bait. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, that, it's that little bit. It's, it was that. It was someone yelling help. And I've, you know, grabbed my gun and I've run it. And I'm like, I'm going to go help them out. And yeah. then turning around and I'm like cool I'm in a room the dude's right in front of me behind the doors are four guys with shotguns all aimed at me and I'm like these sneaky fucking motherfuckers although <laughs> I, I've heard there's a thing where like uh, you've got a you, you've got a PvP uh, version and there's also yeah. a, a mode you can go where it's just PvE yeah. where you can still interact with the other like the, the other gamers in the game Yeah. but they've like nerfed their gun damage to use so, like, you'd have to lit- literally just sit there for an hour and have some guy hit you constantly for them to do any significant amount of yeah, damage. Yeah, depending on what level you are in the game. Like, there can be someone who's level 78 or whatever, and he yeah. might have an amazing shotgun. You might be level 4. If they if they didn't nerf that, he'd just be a one-shot kill. He'd yeah. fuck you up. Um, but I did play while, while I was playing, and a little pop-up came up on my map. Like, okay, this particular player has done too many crimes. I don't know how he did crimes because there's no NPCs. But he did uh, too many crimes. He now has a bounty on his head. He is free to kill. Like, the damage is not nerfed for him. Okay. And I uh, pretended to help him out because he was getting swarmed by, like, uh, mutants. Did you so stab I, him in the back? Uh, he was shooting... You bastard. He was shooting mutants, and he was like, ah, oh, you know, surrounded. So I've come in, and I've shot all the mutants. He's like, thanks, man. No worries. Bang! 
Nice. <laughs> um, what a guy. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, uh, we have the Pip Boy return, which is the iconic inventory management from Fallout. Yeah. And the radio in it is absolutely outstanding. I don't want to set the world on fire. <laughs> it was just I, I was just going through the radio. I'm like, I've heard this song. I've heard this song. It's in previous Fallout games. And then the, the opening song from the Big Lebowski's in it. And I'm like. Oh, tug at the heartstrings. That's so. It's just essentially 1950s radio, right? That's like all they've got. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's cool. A lot of Elvis, I would imagine. No, actually, no Elvis. Ooh, I think okay. the the rights to an Elvis song would be quite expensive yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, but the only problem, or the only thing to note, uh, and I put this in my review, that if you're looking at picking Fallout 76 up for single player experience, do not pick it up. Yeah. If you're looking at, if you want a single player great game for for a set in that time period, pick up Fallout 4. Uh, depending on what copy of Fallout 4 you get, you get a free copy of Fallout 3. Because uh, Fallout uh, 76 is essentially like an upgraded version of Fallout 4, right? It's it's, sort it's of the same engine that they it's built. It's the exact yeah. same thing, yeah. yeah. And uh, Ian picked up Fallout 4 when that initially came out. I personally loved it. Ian wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. And the one thing that I thought of at the time was Fallout, the Fallout series itself would be amazing that if Ian was struggling with uh, a particular mission or he was lost or whatever the instance may be, yeah. you could have a friend drop into your game. And that, I think, is what Fallout needs if they want to do a multiplayer aspect. Not a big open world where everyone is a player, yeah. but you can have two to three friends drop into your single-player campaign so, to play. Yeah, just like a co-op. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sort of like uh, like Gears of War sort of thing where yeah. like, I'm stuck on the campaign. And then it just needs to have that kind of detector of how many players are in and ramp up the difficulty. Bingo, yeah. it needs that. But uh, see, for me though, like Fallout has always been a single player experience, which you yeah. can talk about with others, like like yeah. Skyrim, same kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like they're very yeah. much like a, I've got this thing that I can do and I can share that experience. Did you with find other this people. weapon in this cave? Yes or no? Or yeah, but like uh, to have that, they they've completely changed the game model. And I think that's the like it's a hard shift. Yeah. It's a super hard yeah. shift to well know, to one side. I think they should have possibly tried to think of a way to ease into that if that yeah. was their idea. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe doing co-op co-op first campaigns. And then yeah. 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 Get people used to playing with other people. Give people the option to do that because I don't. No, yeah. People I, don't my want Fallout's it, yeah. always single player. That's yeah. that's how I play yeah. it. I want to go in there and enjoy it and interact it's with the like NPCs. It's like if they turn Zelda into a bloody MMO I'd be like no no, no yeah. thank you yeah <laughs> but like I think Mario Brothers uh, yeah. like yeah how many people try to be fucking Mario at the same <laughs> so time so many Mario. but I think, that, I think that, that technique would, uh, that uh, mechanic it's like a day in Little Italy <laughs> <laughs> Mario oh Mario yeah, Mario that mechanic would have worked that if it was a single player game you could have a friend or up to three friends drop in to go four player co-op but it's capped out at four players you still it's identical to Fallout 4 but you can just have you know one to three extra mates jump in and help yeah. And like Ian said, ramp up the difficulty because that way you still have the experience of, yep, cool, Ian was in the middle of a wasteland, he was getting shot to shit, he sent me an invite to help him out, I jumped in, we had fucking, yeah. and now we only play Fallout co-op. And, and you can have that, but with an online experience, yeah. especially if you don't have friends to play it, there's, it's, it's empty, it's, it's completely yeah. empty. It's, it's quite pretty looking, but so, it's empty. So one of the criticisms, I've, I've watched a lot of bad videos on this stuff like <laughs> yeah. just seems that they're everywhere you just type in Fallout 76 and it's just people videos of people shitting over. on it yeah and um, one of the big criticisms I've heard is that you never really feel like things are out leveling you like there's always like you can always take on a higher level character like yeah. you know, enemy yeah without feeling like you're in trouble no I've and got so I've gotten no into trouble a lot okay yeah 
Because uh, it's, it's similar to a normal MMO, like um, Fuzzy's previous dipped toe experience in World of Warcraft. Your starting area, you start off at levels 1 to 10. Yeah. Once you know, you're told to go to the next area, the difficulty ramps up. So when I took a look at the map for the first time, I said there's a giant Nevada desert rock mountain area, which I haven't really seen before, so I'll go take a look at that. And monsters in there are level 50, and I'm level 6 going, oh, I'm screwed. Yeah. So, it's, okay. yeah, it's, it's one of those games where if you're playing by yourself, it's... it's so not played by yourself. Play as a group, yes. Yeah. By yourself, And surprisingly no. enough, a lot of the players, besides that one interaction, that a lot of players I've met or, or just, you know, sh- you know, shared a mission or something with, they're yeah. quite friendly and nice about it. They're, they're very like, come over here, I found loot. Come over here, I found this. You know, can you give me this? Come over here, I'm going to shoot gu- shotgun you in the face. Yeah. It yeah. does make me wonder how much money this game will make because surely it was a lot cheaper to make they're already using an engine they've already got all of these assets you don't need from voice their actors for the NPCs yeah, no voice actors so that's my thinking is they just went it's going to be cheap as shit to make this game and even if we sell half the amount of copies we'll still make the same amount of profit yeah yeah I think if you if you go into a into a store you see this in uh, like one of those 2 for 40 stickers or something like that this is one of those like Ian and I have previously had this experience where we've both gone let's find a new game for both of us to play online if you yep. if you've got a couple of mates and you've got that feeling of let's find something to play give this a crack because it's it's quite fun with friends and fun actually randomly making some you know one session friends or whatever but other than that if you want great single player campaigns Shit, you've got Red Dead, you've got Fallout. I've reinstalled Fallout 4 because this game's so fun. I'm like, I just want to chat to NPCs and make my own character and make my own story and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But you do get a load of different enemy types. There is essentially a flying death claw that breathes fire. You can activate nukes. There's heaps of different things. It's it's great. Yeah. I look, I I, I can tell you so far that uh, Fallout 76, I believe, has sold just under 11 million copies. So... um, that good? I don't know if that's good. But it's bad. It's, it's okay. Um, considering that Fallout 4 sold 12 million copies in its first 24 hours, I'd say <laughs> it's a yeah. little bit of a that's, step back. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like Fallout 4, right, would have cost them a buttload of money to make. Yeah. yeah. And this is a lot cheaper, surely. It's, yeah. It would have been a lot cheaper when they didn't have to create the engine, but there's yeah. still a lot of money involved. And you could, and as we've talked about before on this show, yeah. like marketing for this was through the roof. They had yeah. new ads coming out all the time. They yeah. had, yeah. you know, all the advertising on the billboards and everything was happening. Yeah. So there was a lot of stuff going on for it. So they spent a bucket of money. So that that many units, I don't know. There would have been. There's always the super fans that are going to get, you know, a bunch of copies. But I think the negative press of which there was a there was bunch. There was a lot. Yeah. yeah. Especially with un- unable to install the beta on PC. Yeah. Yeah. It, like they sent out the review copies like super early and yeah. didn't have any embargoes on it so people were reviewing it and shitting on it about a month before it came out yeah. so they had enough time for people to go well I'm cancelling my pre-order I'm yeah. not going to buy it it's odd that they would not have an embargo well that's that's also the weird thing um, I think with an open beta it's very hard to do that because okay. it was if you have a closed beta it's, it's much easier but they yeah. had an an I open beta, which was available to fans, not just reviewers. Yeah. So people were going to talk about it anyway. So for them to embargo people was just well, I, idiotic. I haven't yeah. gone back and taken a look at it because I've, uh, I'm reviewing something that I'll talk about next week. Um, but essentially, as of yesterday, Fallout 76 released another 50 gig patch. What? Wow. So that's that's total of 100 gig in patches alone that they've released within the yeah, space of a week. That's a lot. 
That's huge. That's a so I, I'm yet because the initial install was about fifty to sixty, right? The initial install is a I think about twenty five from oh, memory, wow. and then there's a fifty gig patch, and now there's another fifty gig patch. That's, I'll have to go home and, and double check that. But that's I fucking s- crazy. I'll, I think the only thing people are upset about with apparently this patch fix is a lot apparently. But well, it's apparently like an the, entirely that's like two entirely new games on top of it. So, yeah. Oh yeah, that's the size of Red Dead. Yeah, it's the size of Red Dead. Um, but essentially, the one thing people are asking for, and even I can understand how they tried to rationalise it, but the NPC issue, because they said seventy six is you going out and colonising and making towns yourself, and then them just going, well, we don't need to put NPCs because we've set the storyline like this. But having said that, I've gone out and done some of the, just roaming around, taking a look, and I've found like a house on top of a mountain, and just went, who the fuck built a house on top? Like what? NPC or what you know, game designer has like, yeah. let's put a house on top yeah. of a mountain, and then it's clicking. I'm like, no, that's another player's house that they've built there. Yeah. Because when you build things, they'll stay there. All oh, right. Because that's sort of how it works. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. So someone's actually gone up there with wood and shit and actually made a house on top of a mountain. That's pretty mm. cool, but mm. oh, there's uh, not going to be anyone in there. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. I think my my core issues with the game still exist as far as like. Having not played it, I, I still think I have fundamental issues with how they've released it. Yep. They released an unfinished game. Yeah. Like complete like If they like released they, this April next year, it'd be a hell of a lot. Yeah, better, exactly yeah. right. But they're making improvements on the fly and that for me doesn't say, Hey, come and spend seventy nine dollars, which is the, yeah. the selling price now. Six, oh yeah now. I was gonna say sixty nine dollars. Sixty nine day one, but yeah, seventy nine dollars. So yeah, it's it's a fucking expensive game to start with. Yeah. yeah. It's a triple A title. I want like day one patch uh, like for Red Dead Redemption Two was I think it was about five or six gig. It was yeah. a it was a day one patch yeah, that yeah. was super small. That's tiny. That's fixing up a couple of minor tweaks. This is fundamental game changes from yeah. two of them from the from the release. Yeah, which is insane to me. That that tells me the game's not released properly. And they, they rushed it out because they had to, to meet... To be fair, it's also with a Bethesda game. Like, when a Bethesda game is initially released, Skyrim, Oblivion, Fallout 3, 4, See, they've Skyrim had a lot of was bugs. still playable and still fundamentally good on release. Yeah. And there, there, were, some, there were some issues with it, but they weren't core game-breaking issues yeah. that yeah. they needed 50 gigabyte I've patches heard, to fix to up. To be fair, I've only had to go to the, the, I don't know what it's called, the PlayStation Home or whatever yeah. it is, and restart the game once or have been kicked out of the game once. And there was so a lot of issues bad. during the beta with people getting kicked out of servers and stuff like because it is yeah. a DRM game. Yeah. So yeah. constantly online, if you don't have the internet connection, you can't play. Yeah. Which I, I again, fundamental core problems with that. But yeah, for a single player game, I just yeah, like you say, yeah. not a good single player game, good multiplayer game, and I think to that, be, that'll get shown in time by the yeah. sales that they get on this yeah. one. Well, to also be fair as well, every MMO RPG that's come out, it's always had hiccups at launch. Grand Theft Auto 5 on the online release you couldn't log in for weeks on end and their response they fixed it after about 4 or 5 weeks and then they said here's an extra 4 million dollars for your character's bank account World of Warcraft was killing players for no reason like there's a lot of I think if, there's no such thing as a perfect release for an MMO I think no, though, no absolutely no, not they're yeah. always going to have problems but I think this would have served better as let's say a $40 DLC addition slash pack to Fallout 4 that allowed friends to join in and actually have an extra yeah. say 20 hours of content or something like that alright well look I think there's yeah I'd say it's probably about a 6.8 to a 7 out of 10 okay well that, that, that goes with the uh, the online reviews of it so far because it's sitting at I believe 59% on Metacritic at the moment 
So, um, yeah, 59%, and it's got a 1 out of 5 from Eurogamer. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's been widely panned, I think, because those are critical reviews on the, uh, on the beta versions. Yeah. I think there's there's probably improvements that are coming in. Yeah. So, I, like you say, there's a lot of problems with Bethesda games and MMO games straight up front. Maybe give this six months and give it another try. If it's it cheap in six months' time, it might yeah. be completely different. But the, again, this is like that conversation about Spyro and yeah, the the price points. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm not buying this at seventy nine dollars. If it's down to fifty bucks, maybe. 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 If get I've got nothing else on, but and get it on PlayStation, so I'm not playing online. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So look, I mean, there, there are enough. If people start to come out and saying this game's got a lot better and the price has now sure. dropped. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, but right now there it, are AAA titles everywhere which are amazing, exactly. which, are, which are worth your time and money. Exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. Go for There's those. So many better options right now. Exactly the right. Yeah. There's, a, I can think of at least four games off the top of my head that yeah. I would instantly spend eighty bucks on. I was going to. Oh, have you just so just before we start to wrap up, Dead Cells? Ian, have you taken a look at Dead Cells? I haven't. Uh, I mean, I've seen bits of it, but I haven't played it. Oh my god. That good? Oh my god, it's amazing. I think maybe give it a look on your Switch. I think it's the kind of game that I would like, but at the same time also hate. Because <laughs> it apparently is, it's extremely hard. It, it is extremely hard. It's uh, the, the difficulty ramps up the, the better you get at the game. It sort of goes along with your level of... I like, just like that. I want to get good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like, you can feel like an absolute ninja and then the game will just shit all over you. Like It's... It, it's fantastically difficult, but it is as a game that's uh, it's an indie title. It's I think it's selling for about forty bucks if yep. you buy it online through the store. It's it's a cheap version, and it's like as an entry point into a game. I have I probably paid that the most out of any game this year. Wow! And uh, how would you compare that to other difficult games like Cuphead or Donkey Kong? <laughs> Not as difficult as Cuphead. Like Not, the difficulty right, well, of good. Cuphead's through the roof. But you. That's the kind of game where you do get better at it. Yes, same same thing here. Yeah. So, so once you learn the mechanics of the game and the things that can happen, it's yeah. fantastic. So yeah. I, I would recommend getting that instantly. Seems like a Switch this. game for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If, if absolutely amazing on Switch. So yeah. yeah. If you had to review uh, Spyro out of ten, what would you give it, Mr. Johnson? Out of ten? Yeah. I would probably. See, it's really hard to review because of what I've said, yeah. but I think. Comparing it to today's sense, it's still a fun game. If you love collect-a-thon games, you're going to have fun with it. Yep. It's highly addictive. You want 100% every level, and you can. It's not, like, ridiculously hard to 100% every level. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, I think I'd give it a solid 8 out of 10. Nice. Yeah, nice. nice. Well, I think if you're, if you're going to play Fallout 76, you've got four friends because I think that's the maximum number your personal party can have. It's probably around a 7.5 with friends. Without friends, it's probably a 6.5 to 6. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I still enjoyed my time playing alone as well. So, okay. Yeah. Well, Fuzzy. There we go. Anything you want to bring up before we wrap up the show when we're back for next week? Uh, I'm excited. I'm going out this afternoon pick, to pick up Battlefield Vive. Pick up two copies, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, been playing, I've been playing... Give a two. Give a two. Meatball Sunner. Um, I, I'm ex very excited about this. I've been playing a lot of Battlefield 1 uh, in the past week. They released the, the free version online, and I they also gave the um, uh, premium pack for uh, for players. I'm really hoping they fix the server issues that they've had uh, previously. Yeah. So they had, um, playing it now, they basically limit you to only playing in Oceania, yeah. which is uh, which is shit because there's, only, <laughs> there's literally like three servers on all the time, and they play... 
Conquest and that's it. Conquest I, is the best mode. No, <laughs> the best mode absolutely is Operations. Everybody knows it and that's the way it's... That's it. Conquest, man. I'm sorry, maybe, Operations... Is it Rush? No. Rush yeah. isn't too bad. Operations What's is the, the new quick Rush. Play oh, okay. one? Yeah. That's just Team Deathmatch. <laughs> Shut up with your quick play. <laughs> no, no. Uh, look, uh, so now only in, in our... Like, I can play in overseas servers and play yeah. Operations ones where they have them. Yeah. But, I'm, but they keep coming up with, like, lagging your ping timeout and stuff like that when I'm clearly not doing that because they're uh, trying to force people into local regional servers yeah. and it's just uh, stupid. Okay. So there yeah. is no problem with my ping rate. There is no problem with my lag. It's There is absolutely zero issue yeah. but I constantly get alerts for it. So hopefully they'll fix that for Battlefield 5. Although I know it's had some, like looking at some early reviews, has had some bad-ish reviews for this game. So yeah. it's coming in about 75%. So for for a AAA shooter title like Battlefield, I that's, think, I that's think this is bad. the period with the end of the year where Call of Duty released. I think a month and a half before Red Dead. This yeah. is released Huge after release. Red Dead, where everything yeah. is pales in comparison to Red Dead. Yeah, I, I think it's that period. But yeah, I mean, it's a completely <clears throat> different game. Like I, I love my yeah. shooters and I love my Battlefield shooters. Battlefield, yeah. Battlefront, uh, over COD every day of the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, COD's a massive release every year. It's got a huge following. Same with Fortnite. We might not understand it, but there's a group there's of a people that yeah. are out there who want to fuck your mother. So, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they, they are <laughs> they're not just your dad. Uh, they, no, they, they love that game, and they get a big, huge release every year. Yeah. It's one of, like, the, the biggest sellers of the year, and this year currently is, is still COD. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Battlefield um, yeah. has a loyal following of uh, like, and a, a really good community once you play it. Yeah. Uh, so I I'm excited to get on Battlefield or COD will get Game of the Year by oh, no. anyone. Oh, no. no, no, Fortnite's already got that title. It's the same thing every year. COD and FIFA always do well on the sales, but shitty in the end of year, exactly. like Game of the Year score. Yeah. So they don't do anything new. Massive popularity, but yeah. because they've got a strong fan base, but they never do anything new. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And you can't really. What are you going to do with fucking soccer? Just like, now it's a bomb. <laughs> Get, they get new players and good, stuff. That, that's a good like arcade mode. It's <laughs> like a ball as a bomb. Kick the bomb. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, okay, Duty. What about yourself? What are you up to this week? Just before we wrap up, oh, I'll, I'll leave it right for the end of the episode. So for people who have not finished Red Dead, they can skip forward. Oh, we're, we're going to no, no, do no. spoilers. We, soon. we are going to do a spoiler yeah. episode of Red Dead. It'll just be a spoiler episode of that, so we'll be able to talk about that. Um, Stay tuned. We we're going to trivia and Duty ruin the game. That's, for that's what I'm going to We go spoil the shit out of don't, game. Don't say it. I want to say this at the end. He's got a joke. You're ruining it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my next review for next week will be Farm Simulator 19. I know. Views <laughs> <laughs> around the corner. <laughs> Laugh. But I tell you what, it's fucking fun. It's amazing. Amazing. Maze. Yeah, uh, when you give amazing. this a good review, good luck digging yourself out of that one. Hey, uh, look, this game really grows on you. <laughs> Thank you for providing me with my lines. <laughs> <laughs> You've now heard his entire review. <laughs> it's full of puns. Um, but yes, so uh, that'll be uh, hopefully up around next week. Um, but I also will be doing some more stuff for Red Dead. Hopefully we'll be able to do some game capture. Uh, and, uh, yes, Mr. Johnson, is there anything you'd like to bring up? What are you going to be playing next week? I will be trying again to finish games that I never seem to finish. I finished Zelda finally uh, two years later. <laughs> yep. Wow. Now I'm playing Congratulations. Go play. I know. I feel like I'm going to finish Uncharted 4 eventually. Yep. So once that's done, then I'll go and play Red Dead Redemption 2. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so just if, if you haven't finished Red Dead, of course, I think this is the official time to say this is the end because this is going to be like the last two minutes of the episode. Never finished Red Dead. Thank you very much for listening to Shaking Not Noob. We'll be back next week for episode 7. Sieben. Sieben. <laughs> All right. 
But uh, yes, last night we were at a, uh, a pub trivia and it was a pop culture uh, category. And it was like, question six. Who do you play as in Red Dead Redemption 2? And I've just gone, I've put my hand up and he goes, yes, I'm like, do you get an extra point if you name both characters? And he's like, thank you, I've not finished the game. Oh, no! <laughs> and Dick was, move. I was sitting right next to him and I haven't finished it either. I'm like, you motherfucker. And I've just gone, he's like, thank you very much. And I've just gone, all right, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Did you lose points for that? No, we got it. And the, the guys come around and collect our papers. I'm like, Sorry for spoiling Red Dead. But I'm like, if you've played Red Dead 1, it's already a fucking spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. This is Doody Dude from signing off. Yep, yep. Ian Johnson signing off. Ciao.